Hello there everyone, welcome back to another episode of the ALM Fitness Podcast. Now in today's episode we're going to talk about macronutrients and what your macronutrients should look like or your macronutrient split should look like in your diet uh, in order to get the best results from your training. Now just a quick introduction to macronutrients first of all, very very basic, very very quick. Macronutrients are the three main nutrients in our diet, so we've got things like our protein, our carbohydrates and our fats. Then we have things like micronutrients, which are the smaller nutrients, the nutrients that account for for you know a smaller amount of our diet. Things like you know our our kind of vitamins and minerals and all of these different things would be counted as micronutrients. So macro, think big, think the big nutrients again, the things that kind of you see on the on the labels of uh, of foods. You see the fat content, your protein, and your carbs. Those are what we're concerned with here. Now, manipulating those macronutrients and, and changing the way that it looks in, in terms of that ratio between protein, carbs and fats can have an effect on our results from the gym. Now, I want to stress, first of all, that it won't have a huge effect. In other words, if your goal is just fat loss, for example, um, and you have one person who is eating a third of their diet is from protein, a third is from fats, and a third is from carbohydrates, okay? So they're eating like 33.3% of each of those. That's how their calories are made up. Um, but then you have another person who, and let's say that person, by the way, is eating 2000 calories and they're in a calorie deficit and they're losing fat. Then you have another person who is maybe having, let's say, uh, 40% protein um, and then maybe 30% fat and 30% carbs. Well, the results at the end of, let's say, like a six or an eight week uh, fat loss program is going to be pretty identical as long as they're matched for calories. So as long as they're consuming overall the same amount of calories and they're in the same calorie deficit, the results are going to be pretty similar. So <clears throat> your macronutrients, unless you're doing something outrageous, maybe like, you know, having 90% carbs and 10% fat and zero protein or something along those lines, which would be impossible anyway, but you get the idea. Unless you're doing something really drastic and you would know about that because it would be something you'd have to do meaningfully as in like a, you know, a no carb diet or something like that, um, then you aren't really going to notice much of a difference when it comes to something like fat loss and the results that you're going to get. Um, having said that, although we've just mentioned that a overall calorie calorie content and your energy basically your your calories in terms of your energy is most important for whether you want to gain or lose weight or whatever um, your macronutrients do come second on that but they still are quite important and when we start to get into months of training and months on a certain diet and even into years on a certain diet or a certain lifestyle you might then start to see some noticeable difference in results if let's say you were under eating on your protein and overeating on maybe carbs and fats and things like that so we're going to talk about what might be optimal today uh, and we're just going to discuss that in a bit more detail so protein what should your protein look like now the reason i'm starting with protein here is because it is really important um, it's really important to get the results that we need from the gym in terms of we need to make sure we're getting an adequate amount of protein now Unfortunately, an adequate amount of protein, it's not good enough to just look on kind of the NHS website <clears throat> uh, and look at the recommended amount of protein for, for adults, um, because that is just for normal uh, kind of reference of a normal intake for healthy people to be healthy in day-to-day -day life. But if you are resistance training or if you're working out, uh, you are putting a, a greater demand on your muscles and therefore a greater amount of protein can really help rebuild those muscles after exercise uh, more so than 
the standard recommended amount that will just keep you healthy. So we're looking to get a bit more. So what we're looking at with protein is we want that to be roughly around about one gram of protein per pound of body weight that we weigh. Um, now that that can change and that, that can be a bit lower and you can still get optimal results. That's that's absolutely true. Uh, but as a general safe recommendation, I would always recommend that. It's certainly not going to be harmful to consume that, that, that much protein if you're resistance training, if you're active. Now, we start with protein because it's very important. And as a macronutrient, it does have, uh, again, a large effect on your body composition in terms of how much of your body, if you were to gain weight, for example, is made up of muscle or how much is made up of fat. If you eat higher protein intake, more likely the weight you put on is going to be muscle. And same actually, more, almost more importantly, in fact, when you're losing weight, having a higher protein intake is going to be really crucial for a lot of that weight loss being fat as opposed to fat and muscle. Now, a bit of it is likely to be muscle anyway, just a tiny bit, but the more protein we we consume, um, the more we're giving our body a reason to keep that muscle around. So it's going to favor fat loss over muscle loss. So protein, really important. We need to get that nailed down. So you could calculate that as around about a gram per pound of body weight. That's your starting point. Now, <clears throat> you can kind of do the math, but there are probably much easier ways of doing this. But if you think about protein in terms of kind of what it makes up, how much it is in your, your diet in terms of calories, well, one gram of protein is equates to four calories. So you could do the math on that if you're eating, you know, 100 and, well, let's make it easy, 100, cal 100 uh, grams of protein, that would be 400 calories from your diet is going towards protein. Uh, now, if you're using kind of my fitness pal or something else, it will work this out for you and it will show you your, your macronutrient split. Having said that, just useful to, to understand that. Now, once we've got the protein ticked off, it's really up to you as to the fats and the carbs. I would then probably prioritize your fats just for the reason that there is a minimum amount of fats that you should be consuming to make sure that you are getting in enough fat for your diet and for your health, your general health. Off the top of my head, it's something around a gram per kilogram uh, of body weight, but uh, don't take that as gospel. Definitely do your own research on that. But limiting the amount of fat that you consume right down to close to zero grams isn't healthy. Really important, again, for kind of hormonal reasons and for general health reasons uh, to get a minimum amount of fat in. And once you've got that minimum amount of fat and you've got your protein, again, we're looking at around a gram per pound of body weight, we're then left with however however many calories left of carbs if we if we want that. Now, this is where it can get to the point where we're now starting to think of, okay, what do we prefer in terms of foods we like to eat, in terms of how we like to you know, live our lifestyle and things like that? Because some people will be happy eating the amount of protein they need, eating the minimum amount of fat, and then they'll be really happy because they get to eat loads of carbs on top of that, or you know, the rest of their diet can be made up of carbs. Now, that's fine for a lot of people, and that is actually almost recommended for a lot of people who are into resistance training and, and, and aerobic training because it's going to provide you with energy from carbs. Having said that, if you are the sort of person who likes to eat fats a bit more, maybe you like kind of your avocados, your olive oil, you like all these you know different fats and, and fattier meats and things like that, then that's fine. You can eat a higher amount of fat and you can eat then obviously inadvertently because you're getting your protein in at that certain amount and you're eating a higher amount of fat, then your carbs will have to come down a little bit. So it's all about playing with those ratios in terms of what works best for you. As long as you've got the boxes ticked, which are protein intake needs to be at that minimum amount. And then we've got 
fat at least needs to be at a minimum amount, but then can go higher if you want it to. Now, having said that, we also want our diet to be made up of mostly uh, healthier foods in general. Um, obviously, there's room for, you know, if you want to have something that, that we would consider or that would be generally considered as, as un, un, more unhealthy. Um, obviously, there's room for that on a daily basis uh, to make sure that we're sticking to the diet. However, when it comes to macronutrients, don't stress over it too much. Be flexible with it, but just make sure you're being consistent with those things like your protein and at least minimum fat uh, intake. But from there, it really doesn't matter. And it's probably not going to make too much of a big difference to you in terms of uh, your results as to your macronutrient split after that. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll be back with another podcast next week.